I've always been a pretty driven, independent person. I go after my goals and I believe in myself. And I truly believe that I could figure out how to do just about anything that I set my mind to doing. But as much as I hate to admit it, so much of my success is dependent upon the people around me. And this can be good or bad, depending on the people who are around me and who are around you and influencing you. But that's what I want to share with you today. So we're going to dive deep into that in just a moment. I'm Jamie M. Swanson, and this is My Personal Brand Journey, the podcast for successful entrepreneurs and influencers who want to scale their business by growing their own personal brand. So let's dive right in. As I stood in the pen at the starting line, waiting to start the Berkey, I was incredibly overwhelmed by the entire experience. I actually even started to cry a little bit. There was just so many people around me chasing their dreams. I was surrounded by hundreds of first-timers hoping to finish. And it was just such a beautiful thing to have finally made it to the race that I had been working towards and training for for months. I mean, I had been working on this since June, and this was near the end of February. And so to finally be there in that moment, to finally be surrounded by literally thousands of other skiers and lots of fans who were there to cheer us on and to go through those gates and the different like phases of the gates, it was just it was just really amazing. And I kind of was surprised that I got so emotional about it. And then all of a sudden, we were off. And let me tell you, it was packed. I just kept up with the pace of the pack because (laughs) you can't go any faster because, I mean, it is literally hundreds and thousands of skiers all in this massive pack. Now, you know, we do get released in waves, but there's still tons of you. And it was very, very hard to pass anyone. And I mean, if I had wanted to, I didn't really want to pass people. But even though it was a little faster than I might have done otherwise, I was pretty excited. I was kind of keyed up. And honestly, I didn't want to be left behind. So, you know, I didn't want to fall behind, even though they were going quite a bit faster than I had trained when I was doing my training skis here locally. But, you know, here's the thing. I wanted to finish But I didn't want to finish last in my heat. Like that was my only real goal here. Like I knew I was not going to be anywhere close to winning anything. Like I wasn't even going to win my heat. I'm not, I wasn't there to really compete on a speed basis, but I didn't want to come in last. So I just kept up with them. Like I started passing people as they began to slow down and spread out a little bit. And it was just kind of this really excited extroverted moment. You know, some people get really fired up by having a lot of people around. Some people don't. I'm an extrovert. And so it was just this awesome emotional experience. We were all skiing in this beautiful winter wonderland. And I just went out all together too fast. I knew as I was doing it that it was much faster than I had trained. But just the thought of everyone passing me and being the last one to finish really pushed me forward and kept me moving. I got a little concerned about running out of steam, but I just did not want to be last. And I knew that I had to keep moving at a pretty decent pace so that I could make the cutoff times because you only have so much time to make it to each aid station before they actually close the race down. And if you make it after that cutoff time, they force you to stop the race and you don't get to finish. I definitely did not want to be dropped because of my time. 
So the question is, who are you surrounding yourself with right now? Are they really helping you grow or are they holding you back? So Jim Rohn says that we are the average of the five closest people to us. And if these people are not supportive of you, and if they have small dreams and no ambitions at all, they're really going to hold you back in a really, really big way. However, if the people around you can encourage you to grow, if they're growing faster than you and they're a little bit ahead of you, and it motivates you to keep pursuing your dreams and really fighting for what you really want, then that can be an incredibly good thing. Now, in my race, it eventually thinned out and there was far more freedom to ski my own race at my own pace. But for the most of the race, I stayed on the groom tracks that thousands of skiers had already skied before me because they were the fastest way to ski. But as the race wore on and my skis lost some of their grip and the tracks got more and more unstable, it actually made better sense sometimes to hop out of the tracks and go my own way. Because if you're going down a hill and the tracks start to get really wobbly, it can actually cause you to lose your balance and fall when it would make more sense to jump out and just do my own thing and not have to worry about being thrown around by the path of other people ahead of me who weren't doing as good of a job at that point as my, I was. So same thing kind of goes for when we grow our personal brands. Sometimes it's really smart for us to do what everyone around us is doing. In fact, Sue McLaren likes to say that you should emulate before you innovate. And I definitely see that as something really wise to do. So sometimes it makes total sense to ski in the tracks that somebody else has laid and to do what they have done first and see how it works out for you if it's got a proven record of success. But at a certain point, you will know that it's time to step out of those tracks and start innovating and go your own way and put your own spin on things and customize it for the people that you are working with and for who you are. Like you might not be the same kind of person as I am. And so you may want to do things differently from the way that I do them because they're going to fit with your strength set better than, you know, by just following me. And that's a good thing. So as I finished up with the race, I got to my last eight kilometers and it was just brutal. I mean, I was done. I was physically exhausted. And in my head, I'm like, oh, I got to the last aid station. I'm definitely going to finish now. Uh, It's only eight kilometers to go. I'd already done, what is it? Whatever 55 minus eight is. I can't do it off the top of my head. So I'm like, it's just like, what, six miles maybe that I can ski that in. It's going to be no big deal. We've hit the worst of the hills. There's still some ahead, but it's only six miles of them or so. And I was really excited about it. And man, all of a sudden, it was like they just would not end. And I just got so tired. And it wasn't like the fun kind where you get a lot of long downhills. It was a lot of like big slogs up hills and then kind of slow downhill portions of it and whatever else. And then even after that, we got right into town. I don't know if it was two, three kilometers out of like left where the race was almost done and you have to go across this huge lake. And I had no idea that there was a lake there. And that was the majority of the rest. And it was completely flat, which might sound great, but like I was just wiped and it felt like I was on that lake forever. Like there's no way to get 
glide from going down a hill. Like, yes, it's kind of not fun to go up a hill, but then you get to like ski down, you know, the other part of the hill. So I actually don't mind the hills because they give you some momentum. They're kind of fun. And I was just wiped out. And I got to the end of the lake and I was super proud of myself. And then I had to turn onto the street. And then the race course actually goes up and over the main street of the town. They build this bridge and they fill it with tons of snow as well as filling their roads with tons of snow, which is kind of hilarious to me. And you have to go up a really steep part of this bridge. It's not too high. It's maybe 20 feet or 15 feet up. I don't know. And then you go straight across over the road and then you get to go down that again, which is kind of fun. And then you just have another like two blocks until the finish line. And I got to that bridge and I knew I was almost there and I was so excited to be done. And there were all these people cheering. Like even on the bridge, they had kind of a little sidewalk area where there were just people packed in cheering for us. And I didn't know any of these people, but man, it made all the difference. In fact, there was a lady at the top of this bridge and she wasn't on skis. She was just cheering. And she's like, you've got this. You can do it. Don't give up now. You've you've got this. Go, go, go. Like she was talking to me specifically because there wasn't anyone else on the bridge at the moment. And it just man, it just gave me a little extra energy to just get up that last hill, even though it was really steep and just give it the rest of what I had. And, you know, I didn't even know this person, but it made such a difference. I'm getting, I'm tearing up now even thinking about it. But like to have everyone there supporting you and cheering you on as you come into that home stretch and you accomplish the thing that you had wanted to do was so amazing. I even cried. I cried the last, like I had this huge grin on my face because I was so happy. And then I started like crying that last two blocks of it because I had done it and it was hard and it was filled with setbacks and falls, which I already told you about a couple of episodes ago. But it was so powerful to have all those people there cheering me on even though they didn't know me. I mean, my husband was there. He saw me. He finished, which was crazy because he didn't even really train for the race. He wasn't going to do it until last minute because he was signed up. So that's another story for another time. But to be able to get across that finish line and to be able to like have people I didn't even know celebrating was so cool. And it just reminded me, we all need people cheering for us. You need people who are cheering for you. This is huge. I mean, this is really huge to have someone who believes in you and who is building you up and telling you that you can do this. That yes, this is hard. And yes, the hills are long. And yes, you're going to hurt at the end. But you've got this. You can do it. And it was just so, we all need that. It's just so powerful. You will go harder, you will go further, and you will go more purposefully when you have people supporting you, even if you don't know who they are. Now, before I had um, done the race, I was training at 14 to 16 minutes per mile on my skis. When I did my long skis, I finished the race in an average of 12 minutes and 50 seconds per mile. Like that is crazy fast compared to what I had been doing, especially considering I had done 34 miles. Like that's crazy. 
And I know that I never would have done it that fast without all the people there surrounding me and cheering me on and even doing the race with me. So what's the big takeaway from this that I want you to go away from? What do I want you to know from this? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to find community that celebrates and supports your successes and lifts you up when you're feeling down. Find a community that you feel safe in that really isn't going to just tear you apart when you post something. They are hard to find, but they are worth it. And I don't even think it matters whether they're an in-person community or if it's an online community. You don't even need to know everybody in the community. You just need to get involved and truly engage in the group. You know, start encouraging the other people in the group. Start supporting them in the things they're doing. And when things get tough, help like cheer them on and help them cross that finish line. And you don't have to like start the group, although you could. You just have to find a place that's supportive that you can engage with. Because I can't cheer you on if you aren't engaging with me. I can't do that if I don't know you exist. Communities cannot support you and help you and really cheer you on if they don't know that you're there. So that's what I challenge you to do today. Find a community where you can invest yourself and where you can really feel safe being who you are, sharing your struggles, sharing your successes, and knowing that you're going to be supported in them no matter what. That's what I hope to grow with this podcast. That's what I hope to grow with the Facebook group that I've started for people like you who are growing a personal brand and want to leverage that to grow their businesses. If you want to join the group, it's free. The link is in the show notes. I would love to have you. You can also send me a message on Instagram, tag me in the podcast in an Instagram story, and build your own communities if you already have some people in mind who you think would be great to be there to support you. But don't underestimate the value of being supported by a community and being part of a community in a real way. Now, I'm not just talking about being like in a Facebook group or something where you don't actually engage, but like genuinely investing in a group and a community, or maybe like it's an in-person community and you go do photography together every week, or you just meet up and have coffee once a week to talk shop, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Find community. Because I think that with our phones today and with all the social media stuff that we have, it's so easy to just get that kind of fix online and to find people online and not like it's easy to like watch and not engage. Like we can be spectators. It's not like we're sitting in a room with a bunch of people and they know we're there. Like we can go into a group and we can read everything, but not actually engage. Or we can even like not join an in-person community because it's just so easy to do stuff on our phone or like everyone's just so busy. It can be hard to find that intentional community. Like it's not easy, but it is so worth it. And I know that you can go so far and you can be supported so much better and get better results when you have people supporting you. And so whether it's my group or another group, I just, I can't encourage you enough to really find a community of people that you can invest in in a real way. So with that, 
I want to just thank you for listening to this podcast and me getting all emotional. Wasn't expecting that, but you know, sometimes it happens. If you have found this podcast helpful, I would love it if you would leave a review, if you would share it with your friends. And as an FYI, next time I'm going to be giving you an update on our stats. It's been a while since I've done an episode updating you with the numbers. So I'm going to go through those in depth and I'm going to talk about how some of the connections that I've made have started helping me grow the podcast, grow my business. And I'm going to give you a little bit more behind the scenes on the strategy stuff that I've been doing specifically with the podcast here, but also with my business in general. And I know you are not going to want to miss that. So thanks so much for listening today. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, real quick before you go, number one, if you thought this episode was helpful and you know somebody personally that would enjoy it, would you send them a link to it? That would be super awesome. But second, if you enjoyed it, I also have a private podcast just for my email subscribers that I think you would really love. Now, you can listen to it on the same podcast player, just like you are this current podcast, but it's only accessible through a unique link that I will send to you via email. Now, this is the behind the scenes look at what I'm doing in my business. It's literally my thoughts about my business casually as I'm thinking about it. So it's not after I've done a bunch of stuff and I've distilled it down to a couple of points and I'm sharing, you know, just the highlights with you. Like this is the stuff in the moment that's working, that's not. Um, I have an episode in there that's all about the problems with my offer. I have things that I've been thinking about in terms of messaging and just all sorts of stuff that's going through my brain as I'm growing this business. And I'd love to share it with you. So if you would like to listen, all you need to do is go to gettheprivatepodcast.com, enter your name and your email, and I will send it right over to you. You'll get an email with a link that is yours. You can't share it with other people. It won't work for them, but it will work for you. And I know that you are going to love it. You just got to click the link, follow the podcast on your favorite podcast player, and away you go. You'll be automatically updated when there's new episodes. So hope to see you on the private podcast. Again, that is gettheprivatepodcast.com and have a great day. Thanks for listening.